KXRN LP. Laguna Niguel, Laguna, Laguna Beach. Beach. Member supported KXFM on 104.7. KXFMRadio.org. This disclaimer is a statement notifying listening audiences that any opinions expressed on our shows are not representative of Laguna Radio Inc., its management, or its board of directors. Hi, this is KXFM meteorologist Dave Murray. Happy weekend, everybody. A high surf advisory remains in effect until Sunday night. There's a large south swell coming from a distant Pacific hurricane. That means elevated surf, rip currents, and some hazardous swimming so keep that in mind if you're headed to the beach and that's probably where a lot of us are headed because it's a warm one on this saturday mostly sunny skies there will be some high clouds around also from that hurricane 80 for the high but near 90 top of the world and arch beach heights tonight some clouds 68 degrees sunday partly sunny a little more in the way of some high cloudiness from that pacific hurricane 80 again for the high 90 again for top of the world and arch beach heights monday partly sunny skies 78 degrees extra care if you're going to be along the ocean this weekend have a great weekend that's our weather i'm meteorologist dave murray for kxfm Laguna Hello, Beach. this is Craig at KXFM 104.7 Human Crafted Radio. I'm here every Saturday at 9 a.m. with Rainbow Radio, where we discuss the latest news on LGBTQ interests and discuss on this day in history. Every week I have a special guest and we have interviews. Again, Rainbow Radio, Craig, every Saturday.
Good morning, this is Craig on KXFM 104.7 with a, a special um, call in here. Hold on, let me get him on air. You're live on air. Yeah, be quiet for a second. <laughs> Aloha, Sir Craig of Cooley. This is Tommy J, and we've got George Weiss, city councilman, here Hello, at the Craig. At the I know George. He's in South Laguna. I, I'm his favorite antagonist. <laughs> That's the way to be for city council. It didn't hurt much. I try. I, I'm very trying. <laughs> well, we love all your rainbow radio and productions and the events that you put on, and we thank you very much for being that voice in Laguna. Well, thank you. I, I take that very uh, close to my heart, those comments. Thank you. Well, we wanted to kind of make an announcement that the South Laguna Civic Association has got a big pile of beautiful compost sitting on a lot that's right between West Street and Catalina on Monterey Street, and just come by with bags and buckets and uh, scoop what you would like. I'm going to put George on. He can talk a little bit more about that. Okay. From one Kamal, the Orange County Waste and Waste Waste and Recycling Facility is offering us free compost. We have about 20 yards here, and I'd like to invite the community to come and get it. Um, so if and, you're out there uh, having your morning cup of coffee and you're wondering what you're going to do on this beautiful Saturday morning and you're listening to KXFM, this is what they should be doing, right? Getting compost. That's right. They should be feeding their plants because it's fall planting season coming up. And every plant likes to be fed. So yep. if you love flowers, if you love fruit trees, this is the time to get the compost and dig it into your garden. So there's plenty to give away. It's going to be here from when to when, George. Well, we it's, we're, well, the event goes till 1 o'clock, and anything after that, just come and get it. The corner of 5th Street and Catalina. Let me... All right, here we go. Uh, it's it's uh, Catalina, Virginia Way, and if you, go to, uh, if you go to West Street and you head south on Virginia Way, you'll see the tents and the compost pile waiting for you. Okay. This is Ann. This is Ann Kristoff, the former mayor of Laguna, and she's part of this program too. Okay. Yes, the lot. The lot is Kitty Corner from the South Laguna Village Green, Catalina and Monterey Street. So Catalina and, and Monterey in South. In, in South. South Laguna. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, both of those streets are also in North Laguna, which is confusing for people. Oh. But <laughs> you know, South Laguna. It's South Laguna's Monterey and Catalina. Okay. About a block north of the South Laguna Community Garden Park, so, and we also have donuts and coffee. So wow! So if you're a, re- a reward for people that come and get this compost. <laughs> so if you're at and the, the Saturday Orange is giving away uh, free handbags, and then we're also taking donations for. The fundraising to buy the South Laguna Community Garden Park Boy, property. Boy, that's, that's so a worthy... All that's going on at the yeah. same time. Well, we got to let you go because we know you got a show going on. And uh, thanks for, for letting us uh, shout this out. Oh, no problem. And thanks for giving me the information. That garden is a worthy cause, and I'm going to talk about that some more in the program as well as this. I appreciate you. I appreciate the information. You have a fabulous Saturday. Thank you. Okay. Love you, Craig. All talk right. to you later. Love you, too. Bye-bye. All right, then. Um, we're going to have a short music break, and I'll be back. This is KXFM 104.7, Laguna Beach's only FM radio, Rainbow Radio.
We can hope that someday soon, love is going to take control of the world. On this Saturday morning here in Laguna Beach, a beautiful day. It is probably a beach day <laughs> in September. I, I've, all of a sudden, I feel like uh, summer is the summer weather has come back for in the last couple of days. For there, it felt like we were 
summer was over, but September and first of October is always very nice here in Laguna. It's um, everyone's kind of back to their regular routines, and the city is not nearly as congested, which is a good thing. Um, we don't like congestion, even the, the visitors don't like congestion. So, it's uh, the city is uh, is uh, got a lot going on right now, uh, as we do after the summer season when it's pretty hectic. Uh, so a lot of the local organizations have events going on, including this event. In South Laguna, where I just got a phone call and uh, can pick up, um, uh, you can go down there and pick up all the sod you need to and fertilizer and free donuts and what else did they say? Uh, compost, lots of compost to feed your uh, plants and your uh, fall planting <laughs> or uh, end of summer planting. So, that's a worthy cause. I uh, also a worthy cause is this garden that's in South Laguna, which they've uh, they've gotten. They needed two million dollars to buy a lot in South Laguna. Now, that sounds crazy, but it is quite a community um, center. How can I say? In when I visited Mexico not all that long ago, they still had the tradition of going in in the smaller communities anyway, going to the Jardín or the garden. And that's where everyone kind of met and congregated, and they still do. And and it's it's about the neighborhood and um, families and dogs and, you know, whatever else. So that's what's happening in South Laguna with this garden. It's a wonderful space. Uh, you could go there to the local taco stand and go over into the garden and relax and, and have a taco or an espresso coffee or whatever your desire. Or if you want to have a birthday party, invite all your friends and have a party in the garden. It's... Um, it's a great space, and I'm glad that uh, some of the community has stepped forward to preserve that. So that's uh, what I'm telling you here on Rainbow Radio. Laguna Beach Pride, I haven't, uh, since our Pride event, which was uh, August 12th, um, been kind of um, on a bit of a hiatus, but uh, we do have some hopes to do a garden party, speaking of gardens, uh, at a at a residence uh, to, yet to be named here in Laguna Beach, we hope to, we hope to work that out soon. So that would be our fall, and then of course we have um, usually a end of summer event, which will probably be the garden party, and then our Christmas event, which will and in between there, hopefully we'll get to the beach with a beach bonfire, if we can get those uh, fire rings back from the, by the the city. They're still working on that. That's an issue. If you want to go to before the city council and express yourself, that's good. Um, today, there is an event here at the studio. It's called Laguna Limelight, and um, it's dance music with a real DJ. <laughs> and it's uh, just outside the studio doors here, and I suppose it will spill into the studio. But if anyone's familiar with the wine gallery on pch it's part of the building where uh kxfm is located they're, they're downstairs actually we're above them i can smell their their food often <laughs> we're that close but anyway that's where the venue is they have an upstairs area which is on the second floor which is where our studios uh, are and that space is for um a dance kind of fundraiser they're uh they're it's um, Saturday, September 9th, right? And it's the upper outside patio. 
and it goes from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. So uh, there will be cocktail service uh, from the wine gallery, or you can, uh, I suppose, have dinner <laughs> in the wine gallery from the wine gallery. They have a great menu. So uh, check that out this evening. Uh, it's going to be probably happen again in the not too near future again. So um, that's what's happening there. Um, what else can I say? I, we had art walking this week, which was a program two hours on Thursday, which will be will continue. I host that with Leah Vesquez, if you've uh, had the chance to check in on that. And all of that stuff will be on, uh, well, there's an artwalking.art, as opposed to .com or org. Artwalking.art is the website where podcasts will be and then of course uh for rainbow radio there is um uh rainbow-radio.org and that's uh for this program today so something we haven't done for a while i don't do the weather because we have a weatherman now how about that we're so sophisticated here at kxfm and he does give lots of details perhaps more details than i did but i always like to look at the week ahead and I did look at it, and it's pretty much the same. So I'll just give, I'll toss that in on top of it. But one thing I haven't uh, gone over lately is on this day in history. So I'm going to start out to this one with a quick on this day in history for this week. How about that? So today's September 9th. Oh my gosh, September 9th. Okay. Back in 1985, in the New York City borough of Queens, it's not a wonderful borough name. <laughs> Parents launched a school boycott after the city allows a second grader with AIDS to attend classes. Boy, that was um, quite quite a, a, a time in the history here in the United States with AIDS everywhere. Anyway, I digress. 2010, on this day in history, Judge Virginia A. Phillips of the United States District Court for the Central District of California, ruled in log cabin Republicans versus United States of America that the don't ask, don't tell policy violates the Fifth and First Amendments to the United States Constitution. Wow. On November 2nd, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeal indefinitely extended a temporary state of the judgment. So I didn't know that came about and <laughs> got challenged in California. So, uh, see, California has a few firsts. We, we, we tend to think that they start up many other places when it comes to these type of things, like in New York or lately Florida. But anyway, I, I digress. September 10th, uh, in 1996, United States Senate passes the Defense of Marriage Act. Uh-huh, mm-hmm, and did that work? Not so well. Uh, 85 to 14, and rejects prohibiting Employment discrimination based on sexual orientation in the private sector. Well, that's, that was a kind of a um, double-edged thing there, but the Defense of Marriage Act was one of those fabulous names, you know, that you think, oh, that sounds good, I'll do that. Then you read the details. <laughs> you got to give away your firstborn. Uh, in 2002, uh, Detroit, I, I think I'm saying that, D-U-T-O-I-T, Tweet, tweet, uh, versus uh, Minister of Welfare and uh, Population Development, the Constitutional Court of South Africa rules that same-sex couples must be allowed to adopt children jointly. 
that was in 2002. And, and that's in South Africa. Africa is going through so much, so much uh, anti-LGBTQ. It's just like it's caught on like a, like maybe some evangelicals uh, exported hate from the United States. And that's what, that's part of what happened. And I, but I digress. In 1961, on September 11th, a horrible day in American history, KQED, San Francisco broadcasts The Rejected, the first made-for-television documentary about homosexuality on American television. Oh, that would be interesting to see if they... That was in 61, folks. A little while ago. 1976, California Appeals Court upholds lewd conduct, conduct convictions of two men arrested for kissing in public. Oh, my gosh. In a parked car at a freeway rest stop, both are ordered to register as sex offenders. Wow. Kissing in 1976, you have to, a man-on-man would have to be registered as sex offenders. I hope they got that record expunged from there. (laughs) If not, let's start a campaign today. And moving on to September 12th, 1964... Chip Kidd, United States author and editor and graphic designer, perhaps best known for the iconic cover of the novel Jurassic Park, Batman, Black and White, is born near West Lawn, Pennsylvania. In 1970, Lola, I remember this song. I hate to say it. I could remember this song. It was, they, maybe not when it was popular, but I remember it. The Kinks' song about transvestism enters a billboard Top uh, top forty, where it stays for twelve weeks. Lola, la 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 la. Maybe I have it. Maybe I should try and play that. Anyway, nineteen ninety two. Anthony Perkins. This is interesting. Star of a Hitchcock Psycho. Everyone's seen Psycho. Dies in Hollywood at the age of sixty from AIDS. Though married to photographer uh, Barry Burns Burinson for nearly twenty years. The actor was known around Hollywood to be bisexual, which is another way of saying I'm gay most of the time. But anyway, I digress. A lot of digression today. September 13th, moving right along. In 1977, Soap premieres on ABC with then-unknown Billy Crystal playing Jody Dallas, one of TV's first prominent and sympathetic gay characters, usually Early on, if you were in the movies, gays were in the movies, they either died a horrible death or they were, uh, I don't know, Was they were not well portrayed. And if they were portrayed, they did not get top billing as far as their character and their good deeds. Anyway, I digress. In 1996, the U.S. Congress, uh, in the U.S. Congress, a bill that would ban employment discrimination against lesbians and gay men is defeated by one vote. 96. Things have changed. 97. The newly crowned Miss America, Kate Schindel, <coughs> vows to dedicate her uh, term to youth HIV prevention. When schools rein her in, she, t- she tells Pods Magazine, sometimes I feel like I'm being banging my head against the wall. Mm-hmm. 
In 2010, Chief of Defense uh, Force of Australia, Angus Heston, Houston, issues an order lifting the ban on transgender personnel. So that's Australia in 2010. Pretty progressive in Australia. You know, Dame Edna, all those people down there. Uh, September 14th, in 1953, Alfred Kinsey, Sexual Behavior and the Human Female Goes on Sale reporting that 2 to 6% of females aged 20 to 25 were more or less exclusively homosexual in experience and response. Hmm. Imagine that. And they were very controversial, the Kinsey Report. Uh, science, reporting on science. But it got politicized. In 1970, New York City Gay Activists Alliance stages the first of an orchestrated campaign of zaps in protest of continuing police harassment, heckling Mayor John Lindsay as he enters the Metropolitan Opera House for its opening night gala. In 1979, an education arbitration board in uh, Saskatchewan, Canada, orders Don Jones to be reinstated in his teaching job after he was fired for being gay. And that's in 79... You know, 1989, uh, seven ACT UP members infiltrate the stock exchange and chain themselves to the VIP balcony above the trading floor and unfurls banners that sell welcome. Four days later, the company lowers the price of AZT to $6,400 per year. Uh that was their response. It's, they're not explaining this very well, but that was their response to the outrageously high pricing for AZT drugs for AIDS. And um, <clears throat> they suggested that uh, people sell the stock of the company. Iowa Governor Tom, well, I hope they were successful. That was a horrible time. Iowa Governor Tom, in 1999, Tom Vilsack, issues an executive order prohibiting discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity in the public sector in Iowa, 1999. Pretty progressive. <laughs> and on the last day on this day in history, September 15th, in 1969, Gay Power, New York's first homosexual newspaper, hmm, and the first publication to emerge from the post-Stonewall movement publishes its premier issue. wonder if it's still about. Mm. In 1988, ACT UP protests MoMA's show of graphic photos of people with AIDS by celebrated photographer Nicholas Nixon. There's quite a documentary on that, by the way, and it's worth watching. Who is neither gay nor afflicted. The artist makes people with AIDS look like freaks, like sickly, helpless victims in the most fatalistic sense of the world. Michael Kimmelman writes in the New York Times, there were some... On one hand, it brought a lot of attention to the plight, which it needed, because it was not getting... I don't know, it wasn't getting some well-deserved attention and uh, remedy. On the other hand, it portrayed the victims as in pretty unsympathetic ways. So, I don't know. I, it, it was it certainly could have been done a lot better. In 1996, the European Parliament approves a resolution calling 
for an end to all discrimination and or inequality of treatment concerning homosexuals in every country of the European Union. 96. They're pretty progressive over there in Europe. In 19, in 20, last one. In 2011, the government of Australia announces new passport guidelines that will allow intersex people to select X as their gender identifier. Only intersex people may select X. Transgender people must still select their male or female. Okay, well, that's on this. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I should not bring that program back on this day in history, but there were some good, there were a few pearls in there, but um, yeah, there were not, not, maybe not enough, but a few pearls in there. Take a short break here with Troy.
And that was Trey Savon. He's a phenomenally popular and successful LGBTQ gay guy. And uh, if you have, don't know much about him, check him out on YouTube. And uh, he's put together some great fun uh, music videos with three or four hits. He kind of became an internet sensation. Uh, a bit by accident, as the story goes, and uh, found this success with his music and it has gone a great distance, uh, and that is Troy Sivan. Uh, I spoke a minute ago about uh, this song called Lola by the Kinks, and it was in 1970, and it was a time when um, I, I think it's fair to say that gay was not really... Uh, that well accepted not that it's been always well accepted and certainly is not in many countries today but uh it was groundbreaking in that it was a mainstream song that became very popular and was on the top 40 for 12 weeks and it told a story about a transvestism um and the words are um the words are interesting and i remember thinking that the world was there was no one in the world like me and hearing this song thinking because you got to there was no internet i mean there was no there was no real publications even in the library other than that it was an illness and illegal and all these horrible things uh that i recall and i, I will say that because i was there um giving my age away but anyway it was an experience and things have changed a lot but Lola was a bit of a light in a dark scenario about things, and it kind of was uh, liberating. So I, the only recording I could find of it is a live recording, so I don't know about the quality. But let's go for Lola Live by The Kinks, uh, really in back to 1970. So what is this? This is 2023, so it'll be 53 years ago. Oh, my gosh. That's an old song. <laughs> but anyway, let's give it a listen. In a club down in Los Angeles, where we drink champagne, the tissues start to roll. She walked up to me and she asked me to dance. I asked her her name and in a dark voice she said, "Lola, hello, hello." Like a woman, but talk like a man, or 
Well, that was the Kinks back from 1970, and some of the words in that were, uh, I never, I understood why she uh, walks like a woman and talks like a man, and then the most poignant message of it, and I'm going to repeat it here because it was hard to hear, and that was that, I know what I am, I'm a man, I'm a man, and I love my Lola. <laughs> so, and obviously Lola is a transvestite, transsexual, whatever, moving in that direction and uh so it was very very progressive to have a song like that on the top 40 and now we're realizing so much so many um abusive situations with trans people it's just really unfortunate and the misunderstanding you know what it's all about particularly medically versus politically there's a huge huge gap in 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 that unfortunately so um yeah so, <laughs> so that's the song Lola and it was uh, in 1970 was on the charts so that's your that's on this day in history there we go a little I expanded that a little bit now I do have some other news that I think is is important I'm going to brush through it a little bit this cuz this one is in California California Assembly declares the nation's first transgender history month is that a not a good segue? <laughs> Assembly uh, member Matt Haney, he's a Democrat from San Francisco. There's Democrats in San Francisco? Shocking. <laughs> Hosts a press conference to announce that every August hereafter will be known in California as Transgender History Month. All right. I wonder what they think about that in Florida. Mm-mm-mm. There's quite a bit of controversy that our governor wants to debate the governor of Florida. Just a debate. I mean, our, gov our governor is not running for president, but he thought it would be fun to debate. And I would love to see that match up because I do, I do, well, I wouldn't for many reasons. But uh, anyway, uh, I digress. California has long been the in the forefront of transgender liberation movement, but transgender and gender non-conforming Americans are being politicized and dehumanized in recent recent culture wars, and their contributions to the history of the United States are being erased. Conservative politicians are portraying the existence of transgender people as, as a recent cultural development. Yeah, right. Uh, despite them having existed throughout all known human history, Transgender History Month provides an opportunity to further educate and raise awareness of the many contributions of the transgender community throughout the state and the country and recognizing a history that dates back as far as the Spanish colonial era. So good on Matt Haney, a Democrat from San Francisco. I think that's wonderful. I think everyone. Um, I thought I I thought I understood the the transgender thing, you know, uh, making being around uh, and understanding it. I guess from Lola, <laughs> starting with Lola. But I've learned so much in the last couple years uh, that and and it's alarming. Uh, what's out there with it and it's something i think that um part of diversity and part of supporting human the human element and the human condition that we all have in our world and i think it's a uh, uh, uh the first understanding is that medically there's a lot that goes on there and um 
it's not something like you can say, okay, I'm gay and then I'm not. You're going to get changed. Conversion therapy doesn't work. Well, there's a lot of <clears throat> a lot of things in transgender that are part of that that everyone can understand. And and again, I thought I was a good study uh, student and studied it, but uh, I I didn't. I learned. It's always good to learn. Let's move along to New Zealand. The mayor calls out a groomer sign at a pride event as bigotry masquerading as concern. So this, to me, kind of explains a lot of the attitudes about the misinformation, including transgender and all sorts of things where they use it uh, as a concern when really it's just bigotry. Nothing more, nothing less. The mayor of a town in New Zealand has slammed groomer graffiti outside a pride event claiming the slur represents bullying and bigotry. That's the mayor of a town in New Zealand. It was reported in uh, that Queensland Lake District Library, which was hosting a reading session as part of the town's winter pride celebrations, was vandalized with spray paint reading child grooming. Mm-hmm. The incident uh, follows uh, several right-wing attacks on Drag Queen Story Hour events in the United States and the UK. Queensland Lakes Mayor Glenn Lewers explained that groomer rhetoric spreading about the LGBTQ plus community represents bigotry masquerading as concern for children. Uh, vandalism partially uh, that was organized as premeditated and carrying devi- divisive sentiment will not connect, will not, and cannot be tolerated. Neither will uh, direct threats to our staff or people freely giving their time to enable these events. That was uh, the mayor, New Zealand mayor. So good on her. That was uh, August or September third that that went on. And then we have some more news here in North America in the United States. We have Meet Fabian Nelson. I like that name. Oh, Fabian. He's a very handsome black man. Mississippi's first openly LGBTQ legislator. Only two states in the nation, Louisiana and Mississippi, have have never elected an openly LGBTQ lawmaker. Now there will be only one. On Tuesday, Fabian Nelson won the Democratic uh, primary runoff in Mississippi's 66th State House District, uh, southwest of Jackson, where Republicans have no candidate on the ballot. Mr. Nelson, 38, was raised in Mississippi Delta by politically active parents. And while he uh, said he believed having a gay man in the state legislature was significant, the historic nature of his campaign was never his focus. Uh, when he campaigned in South Jackson, he talked about the city's water crisis and about crime. When he campaigned in rural areas, he talked about broadband access and economic economic development. So there you have it. That's some good news. It's good news is sometimes difficult to find, <laughs> as as you might wonder. So I'm going to play another uh, gay artist here, Jamie Cullum. Or no, I got that wrong. I call him Scott. I always call him Jamie. I don't know where I get that. Hmm. You know, sometimes your brain logs onto something and you hold onto it and you can't re-edit it. And get, but anyway, it's it's Colin Scott dancing on my own, and he was a he was a uh, 
winner for American Idol a few years ago. It went quite a, or no, America's Got Talent, I think. Anyway, the one with Simon Cowell, the newer one. But anyway, here we go, Jamie. Somebody said you got a new friend. But does she love you better than I can? Fight it Gonna break all the rules 
Uh, David Archuleta's new um, new song uh, and his new release and before that was G- um, Colin Scott and before that was Troy Savon. I put three uh, very popular right now uh, gay artists with music here on KXFM 104.7 this is Laguna Beach and Rainbow Radio Saturday morning and I have some um uh, on the tails of some uh, of some other news, there's two news items I want to get off 
uh, here this morning before the I have to bring the program to a close because I think they're important and it's kind of what's what's trying to be done, particularly with book bans and 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 we don't need to understand the history. You know, um, there's even uh, black history, gay history, whatever history, transvestite, transsexual, whatever history. History's history. It makes no judgment. It, it uh, doesn't impugn anyone. It doesn't. Uh, it's just what it is. And I think it's important for people to understand history. And so it's trying. I feel to be pulled away from us in uh, legis- with legislature. And here's one. Here's an example. Miami school board rejects LGBTQ plus History Month proposal in a 14-hour meeting. It took them that long to reject it. Well, I guess they. I guess they really listened. Miami-Dade County School Board rejected a proposal to recognize October as LGBTQ plus History Month at a meeting that lasted until early Thursday morning. The meeting, which had lasted more than 14 hours, featured passionate speeches from over 100 parents, students, educators, advocates, and nonprofit representatives who argued over the proposal. Those in favor said the month deserved equal recognition as Black History Month, Hispanic History Month, Heritage Month, while critics argued celebration was a waste of time. If I'm a parent of an LGBTQ child here in this district, another said, last year this school board decided our children weren't worthy of having their history acknowledged and banned it on, in the, on the law. The proposal ultimately failed 5-3 to three at about 1.15 in the morning. In Miami. Uh, okay. And then on more history here, or more news, in uh, this was um, August, uh, or no, September 3rd, Virginia Library at risk after right wing uh, pushes to defund it over LGBTQ books. So there they go. Here it goes again. A public county library in Virginia is at risk of shutting down. After a group of far-right community members launched a campaign to defund it on uh, accusations it held porn- pornographic books. Though, in fact, um, the works just explore LGBTQ plus themes. Uh, Samuel's Library uh, in the Front Royals, Warren County, is set to close on October 1st as public funding has been withheld by the Warren County Board of Supervisors since July. You know, I, I don't think supervisors should um, dictate politics or, I don't know. Anyway, cutting off crucial fi- financial support. America has been hit by a wave of right-wing protests at libraries and schools that usually target books than material that have been LGBTQ plus characters, plots, or stories. The move is part of a wider Right-wing cultural backlash, especially in Republican-led U.S. states. So those are two news articles this week, just this week. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> so what do, I, what do I have to say? I, I, it is my, my time is up. I want to thank everyone for tuning in on KXFM 104 Rainbow Radio. If you have any news or guests you'd like me to interview on the program, get a hold of me. It's Craig at rainbow-radio.org craig at rainbow-radio.org send me drop me a line and uh, we'll get him on the air and we'll we'll 
talk about the cause and the good things in the world. Enjoy the day. Again, thanks for tuning in. Craig, KXFM 104.7, signing out. My house in Budapest, my hidden treasure chest. Golden Grand Piano.